Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Some of you might know about the big event that happened this weekend. Millions of people tuning in to a big show on Sunday night. Yup, the halftime show with the weekend performing in some random stadium down in Florida. In all seriousness, the Super Bowl was a fantastic game to watch. Tom Brady coming away with his seventh Super Bowl win. That's an insane number of championships. Before you tune out of this episode of GeForce, let me bring it back to cars. Beside the game itself and the halftime show, many people tune in to the game to watch the commercials. Because the Super Bowl is the most watched TV event in America, the commercial slots cost a pretty penny, and companies want to take advantage as much as possible with the over-the-top and memorable commercials. A lot of these commercials end up being mini sitcoms with their own storyline and plot. Now, car companies have a big part and have been a big part of these key advertisements in the past, taking advantage of these slots to introduce new cars, share some big news about the company, or just really get some engagement to a wide audience. We've seen Super Bowl commercials ranging from the introduction of new supercars to bragging about hybrid technology. However, given how treacherous 2020 was, the overall Super Bowl commercial situation was a lot more somber and there weren't as many in-your-face commercials for new products. Car companies also seem to skip out on this and a lot of their previous slots they used to maintain, with only a few true car-themed advertisements coming from less car companies as well. Let's go through a recap of car company commercials from the 2021 Super Bowl. First up, Let's go through some of those commercials that weren't openly about advertising about car models or even for the car companies themselves. One of the first companies that comes to mind was Toyota, who were actually a key sponsor for this year's Super Bowl. They had both a commercial slot and an in-game banner that popped up after one of the commercial breaks. In both cases, Toyota opted out of advertising for their brand or any of their cars, not even talking about this latest Supra or the upcoming AD6 launch. The commercial they ran was related to their involvement in the USA Olympics and Paralympics teams, with the story revolved around US Paralympic swimmer Jessica Long. The story was pretty interesting, the commercial itself was pretty great. It highlighted a lot of the struggles that Jessica has gone through to become an Olympic swimmer. But it's clear that the primary motivation for Toyota, a Japanese car company, was to subtly promote the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. Now I'm confident they have a huge interest in seeing Tokyo 2021 go on as a huge success, and that's both for psychological and economic reasons. They definitely want to see the Japanese economy and Japan itself kind of highlight to the world that the games can still go on. And I bet you they're also very much involved with some sort of funding or some sort of sponsorship with the games themselves. After this commercial, Toyota also ran a banner that came up after one of the commercial breaks. And all it did was to remind people to keep wearing masks to help slow the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. 
So in both cases, we car enthusiasts were deprived of any interesting car information. I mean, given the circumstances of the world that we're living in right now, though, with all the pain and suffering due to the pandemic, I think Toyota is going on with these great commercial strategies, especially to promote hope for the Tokyo 2021 Olympics. And I think that's far better for them and for us than, you know, seeing Toyota spend some time driving around in a BMW. Sorry, I mean a Supra. Anyway, in the same strategy as Toyota, Jeep ran a commercial this year that did not focus on their current or upcoming cars. Instead, their commercial starred an old Willys Jeep driven by the boss, Bruce Springsteen, with him preaching for Americans to get past the differences and celebrate how much we have in common. At the end, there was a note about Jeep celebrating 80 years of producing vehicles. That was the most car enthusiast oriented aspect of the commercial. Again, as with Toyota's strategy, I agree with Jeep placing importance on sharing a message to a wide audience in these tough times rather than showcasing any cars. Part of it really is that, as a society, we really need to hear these types of messages. There's also the subtle point that Jeep doesn't really have anything fantastic in their car lineup right now to advertise, and nothing new on the horizon that most of us are aware of yet, so I think this was the right move from them. There were also some pretty interesting commercials that weren't from car manufacturers, but were still very related to cars themselves. One of the key ones was from Vroom, the online car dealership platform. In their commercial, Vroom juxtaposed a torture scenario of trying to buy a car through the old traditional dealership model, the modern ease and relaxation of just ordering a new car via the Vroom app on your phone. You just push a button and the car is delivered on one of their trucks right to your front door. Huh. Maybe I should write up an episode on the traditional car dealership model versus these new apps and platforms. They seem pretty cool and would be pretty interesting to compare the two. Now let's get into some of the actual ads about cars and that had cars in them. There were a few that were kind of standout for being car related. Ford ran a commercial on their new 2021 F-150 pickup truck. Ford trucks are some of the best selling vehicles in the world, and they spent their commercial slot to highlight a lot of the new and useful features on their 21 model F-150. Key callouts in this truck are the new multi-purpose tailgate, having power outlets in the bed of the truck to make it easier to plug in appliances and also having a fully reclinable front seat. I imagine there's a strong demand from pickup truck users that actually use their trucks for work for most of these new features that were highlighted. Being able to get a quick nap in on a full reclined seat while in between jobs on those really long days must be a huge plus. For reference, a lot of these pickup trucks get used by people driving from site to site, either carrying tools or equipment for various uh, outdoor related or construction related jobs and oftentimes the days will drag on for long hours with some gaps in between so getting in a quick nap probably is something very important for these owners of these trucks i also see the benefit of having outlets in the bed of the truck just to make it easier to plug in appliances and tools but the multi-purpose tailgate i don't know 
this seems to be a bit much. Just one more thing that can break pretty easily. I mean, that being said, I'm not a pickup truck owner, so I can't speak to how much these benefits would really be applicable to a driver or an owner, but it could be something useful, just not necessarily in my opinion. Now, probably the most memorable car commercials this year came from GM, as they spent two commercials highlighting upcoming vehicles that are spearheading a new age for their company. Earlier this year, GM announced that they would shift from all internal combustion engine production by 2035, moving to EVs instead. So it only makes sense that both their commercials this year highlight new EVs coming up in the lineup soon. The first commercial, and probably the most famous and standout one, which I'll call Beating Norway with EVs, stars Will Ferrell, Kenan Thompson, and Aquafina in a comedy sketch of waging some sort of battle with Norway. Norway currently has more EVs than the US, so Will Ferrell comes around and charges that we need to basically battle it out with Norway because of this. In typical Will Ferrell slapstick fashion, GM managed to play on some comical stereotypes of Americans while also showing off their new Hummer EV and Cadillac Lyric, both being electric SUVs and trucks. That was probably one of the first times a wide audience got to see both vehicles, and it's a great move for GM to highlight their focus on shifting to more energy-efficient platforms going forward. Cadillac also ran a commercial by themselves. They called it the Edgar Scissorhands one, and it starred Timothy Chalamet and, more importantly, the new Cadillac Lyric. Although the first GM commercial focused on the EV platforms themselves that they're going to be introducing, the second Cadillac commercial highlighted the new autonomous driving features that are going to be introduced with the Lyric's launch. Of course, this was Caddy's warning shout out to Tesla that GM is ready to take them on in the EV SUV space. And these self-driving capabilities are in theory going to go head to head against Tesla's autonomous vehicle driving capabilities. So this really should be pretty exciting to see. Partly to see lyrics on the road, of course, but also partly to see what Elon's response is going to be. Anyway, the car commercials for the Super Bowl this year were not as strong as in previous years. With fewer companies involved and even fewer commercials focused on cars themselves. With that being said, I applaud Toyota and Jeep going in a different direction this year. Directing their attention towards a more hopeful and better future from a societal standpoint. I was also really excited though to see the new vehicles from Ford and GM. But nothing quite beats the old commercial with Eminem introducing the Chrysler 200 as part of Chrysler's rebranding strategy in 2011. Nor was there anything as cool as when the Ford GT had its slot during the 2004 Super Bowl. But it was still some pretty exciting stuff. Mm-hmm.